You're listening to Speak Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. This summer, I'm preaching a sermon series called Steps to Christ. I want to walk closer with Jesus, and I would be so grateful if I could help you walk closer with Him. In preparation for this series, I've been reviewing a little book called Steps to Christ by Ellen White. It was first published in 1892, and it has helped countless people around the world walk closer with Jesus, and it's had a large impact on my own spiritual growth. The book has 13 chapters, and I've had the privilege of having conversations with leaders in the Alaska Conference. That's the organization that my church belongs to, and I've talked with them about the message of this book and how it can help us walk closer with Jesus. So for today's episode, I'm sharing one of these conversations. Here it is. In Romans chapter 7, Paul describes quite a struggle in his faith between wanting to do good and then actually doing sinful things. And he comes to this place where he says, Oh, wretched man that I am, who can deliver me from this body of death? That is a pretty desperate place. Mm -hmm. He felt a need. He felt he was a sinner. In the next verse, he finds the solution. He says, Praise be to God through Jesus Christ, my Lord. And our topic today is the sinner's need for Christ. This is part of our journey of steps to Christ. This is step number two. The first step was God's love for man, so getting a right view of God. The next step is the sinner's need for Christ, getting a correct view of ourselves. And I'm joined in this conversation by Pastor Daniel. I'm so glad you decided to come and talk about sure. steps to Christ with me. Amen. Amen. And, and glad to be here. And I kind of brought the expert in this time because you've been preaching <laughs> on Steps to Christ. How long have you been preaching on Steps to Christ? Oh, I would say uh, three, four or five years now. I've done it in the past before. So this yeah. is not your first time around? This is not my first time, no. And, and the reason why is that, um, you know, I saw there was a need in my previous churches when I, where I was prior to Alaska um, that I said, okay, we needed uh, some changes uh, because we want to focus on the hot topics, hot theological topics of the day. Uh, but what we need is a relationship with Jesus more than anything. Hmm. Uh, and I wanted to focus on that. Uh, and it was helpful for me. And so uh, it's difficult, you know, because going into different churches, um, I would start off with Steps to Christ, any district that I will, okay. I will go into. And, you know, at times I want to deal with the hot topics, but my wife keeps reminding me, no, nope, Steps to Christ. Steps to Christ. <laughs> because people, we need it. We need a reminder. Um, even though we come to church and, and we believe we have this relationship, which we do, but we need a reminder like, yes, I'm struggling with this and I need, I need help. So in your current time through this series, uh, what point are you at in the study? Um, so right now I'm, I'm doing this with one of my churches. I'm, I'm at, um, actually this Sabbath coming, I'll be dealing with, um, what is the title off the top of my head here? I did the work in the life and the next chapter. The knowledge of God. The knowledge of there God. It is. This is where, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So you're at number 10 of 13. Yes. And just, I know there's a lot if you've been doing it for five years, but briefly, what, what has been your experience, the blessings to you, to your yeah. congregation? 
Well, that's the thing. Sometimes um, people think that when pastors preach that it's not it's applying to them, but no, it's applying to me also. Yeah, absolutely. So it's been a blessing to me to to understand more because even as I go over my notes from previous, I'm like, oh man, I've learned more. I've grown. Uh, that's the whole thing about you know learning about the Bible. You grow each year, and I'm like, oh man, I gotta add this. I gotta add this to it. You know, what I mean? so that's been a blessing for me to know more about the need for Christ, know more about uh, repentance, you know. And, and so I just add things and now it's, you know, the notes are getting longer. Yeah. But it, it's good, you know, and it's been a blessing for people. I've had members come up to me and says, man, I needed to hear that today. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, you know, everybody struggles. Everybody's going through things. And so we want to just have that reminder for them. Yeah, I just confessed to, to my congregation this last mm -hmm. uh, this last week when I preached. Um, sometimes I think it's from the devil, but he'll tell a preacher, "This is so basic. Why are yes. you saying this again?" You know, talking about sin right. or right. And you ever struggle with that? Yes, yeah. yes. And that's why you you're tempted to deal with the hot topics of the day because you're like, "Oh man, we're gonna go back." It's like the ABC. But we need the ABC, you know, we still, we still do need those uh, simple things because it's powerful. Mm -hmm. uh, some people will say, well, we need to read this book and don't realize the power in this book, Steps to Christ. Absolutely. It's, it's mind blowing just the, just the way she wrote it, mm -hmm. you know, and, and um, I think that people do neglect reading uh, uh, this book. Um, and I, I think it's very helpful. But yeah, it, it might seem simple and basic, but it's powerful. Mm. I think uh, with any message from God, but uh, scripture especially, God doesn't go deep in the way that he opens up like some other course. He takes the same principles and then takes you deeper into them. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. like it might be basic on one level, and once you get it, he'll say, now, same idea, but let's go deeper. Sure. So exactly. there's, there's really no spiritual reality that's it's too basic to preach. Right. And, that, and that's the unique thing, even with Scripture. Like, it's the same Scripture from way back a thousand years ago and even before that. But when you read it again and again and again, you're, you learn more. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of this, too, because you could read it. You've read, I've read this before. I read the book um, years ago. When you read it again, you're like, oh, man, something happened in your life that now you can really explain it to someone. That's it. Hey, this is what it means to, to, to do the work. This is what it means to have confession and, and, and repentance and prayer and yes. all these different type of things. So it's been a blessing to me. And uh, even though I, my wife can tell you, sometimes I'm like, maybe I got to preach this again. And I don't want to preach. She's like, no, no, stay focused. They need to hear. And then when I preach it, I'm like, man, this was powerful. Sure. <laughs> so that's it, 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 it is a reminder. Absolutely. Uh, me, so and specifically this chapter. Um, so step two, mm -hmm. the sinner's need for Christ. What grabs you in that chapter that you'd like to share with us? Yeah, you know, you know, there's a there's a particular paragraph in this uh, um, chapter um, that resonate with me. Okay, and you know I'm I'm coming from a time where I grew up in the church, but I felt like all the things that you need to do, uh, you know, keep the Sabbath, you know, don't eat certain things, and so on and so forth. Like, oh yeah, I needed to do this to be saved. 
That's how I grew up. That's you right. Know? And, um, but this resonated with me when reading this uh, paragraph. It's, she says here, Seventh Christ, page 18, it is impossible for us of ourselves to escape from the pit of sin in which we are sunken. Our hearts are evil and we cannot change them. Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean, not one? The carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Job 14, 4 and Romans chapter 8, verse 7. Now, this is where she is profound. Education, culture, the exercise of the will, human effort, all have their proper sphere, but here they are powerless. Hmm. They may produce an outward correctness of behavior, but they cannot change the heart. They cannot purify the springs of life. There must be a power working from within, a new life from above, before men can be changed from sin to holiness. That power is Christ. His grace alone can quicken the lifeless faculties of the soul and attract it to God, to holiness. And I was just like, I was going through a whirlwind because sometimes you think, oh, well, it's about doing this and doing that, doing this and doing that. No, those things are probably, they have his, they have his place, but it's nothing where you don't have Christ. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I thought, you know, I had it all together. Sure. But what was missing <laughs> was Christ, hmm. you know, and I, and I often reflect and think about uh, Paul when he, when he said in Philippians, he says, you know, I was a Hebrew of Hebrews. I was circumcised on the eighth day and um, he was from the tribe of Benjamin. He had all this nice resume, hmm. but he says, all things were gained to me, but I counted a loss for Christ. That's it. And, and and I, it, it was just a reality. I'm like, man, okay, I have a problem. Hmm. And that's the thing. It's a recognition that you are a sinner and you need someone. And the edu education is not going to do it, even though education is important. Uh, uh, you know, changing your behavior. Okay, that's a good thing. But that, that's not going to, is the power is Christ. Hmm. It's his grace. And often we miss that. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the chapter titles, The Sinners Need mm -hmm. for Christ. So it's talking about something necessary. You, you read the words impossible, powerless, and then that power is Christ. Um, mm -hmm. There's this, it's not just a, something helpful. It's something required. Right. I need this. So those other things, education is good, but it's actually not the thing you need. The right. thing you need is Christ. And right. You're sharing as if this was a real personal experience. Oh, yes. Um, was this... So you've gone through it a bunch of times. Are you are you speaking of a like a real personal experience that happened the first time you read it? Well, the, the, this is uh, no. Even before I read it, um, I remember you know I went through. Uh, I went to a training school uh, back in Michigan, and and my the idea was you know okay I'm going to go there to learn. Okay. Uh, about my faith, learn about how to give Bible studies to people, and so on and so forth. And I remember going to class um, that day. Uh, and, you know, it was the beginning, the first day. And we had like 50-something students there. And, uh, I, and we're listening to the, the teacher at the time, the director of the program. And he wanted to hear everybody's testimony of how the Lord had provided a way for them to be 
at uh, uh, where uh, they are right there and there. So we should all start sharing our experience. And, uh, and he says, you know, all this that you are sharing with me is great, but I'm here to tell you that you're here because God wants to save you. And I'm like, what is he talking about? Like, I've been baptized, you know, I'm, I'm good. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, what is he talking about? And when he starts sharing the experience of the cross and what Christ went through, for me, it became personal. And literally, like, the whole class started crying and weeping and kneeling on the floor and just like, okay, Lord, we need you. Hmm. Here I thought, I was like, okay, it's all about getting the knowledge, the education. Hmm. But I realized, I'm like, I'm nothing without you. Even if I have the head knowledge and know how to share things, but if Christ is not in me, if I don't feel the need for you, it means nothing. Even mm. when I share it to individuals, it means nothing. And so I, that's when it became personal to me that Jesus thought of me at Gethsemane. He thought of me at the cross. And I'm like, because, you know, you know, we always grew up saying, okay, he died for the world. Yeah, we, we know that. But he thought of us individually. Mm. And so I realized that I had a, I had a need. And, and when I read this, I, I reflected back to that experience. And I'm like, man, it's a daily experience. Uh, that's why Paul says, I, you know, I die daily. I have a need for Jesus daily. It's not a one, hmm. just a one-time thing. It's a daily experience. That's awesome. So the concepts of this chapter are actually part of your reconversion story. Yeah, your, yes. part, part of your testimony. Yes, Yes, that's amazing. It, it, it's, a, it's a powerful thing, and, and that's why I say we can get caught up with the, you know, everyday life. We can get ca caught up in the things that's happening all over the world. You know, those things are there, but do we have Jesus? Hmm. And, and if, we, if we don't have him, we, we have to recognize there's a need for him. Uh, and sometimes we, 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 f we fall short of that, hmm. and we just go through the motion. You mm. know, and just like, okay, well, I'm going to be faithful just going to church. I'm going to be faithful in the, no, no, no. You, it's, those things are great. But as you can see from scripture where uh, many of the, the religious leaders and religious people, they were going to church. They were doing it. But when they saw Christ, they're like, who are you? Mm. I don't need you. <laughs> you know, I'm okay because I'm just doing the outward things. They didn't sense their need. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so. so one of the ways I want to make this real practical is, and I think the Bible and Ellen White's writings do make it practical, mm -hmm. these are actual steps we can take. So the step in chapter two would be to recognize our need. Yes. That's actually a step towards Christ. Just seeing how needy I am is moving towards him. Right. Because if I don't see how needy I am, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna come. Right. Uh, so that's the step that we take, and that we want to invite others on this journey to take is oh, for recognize sure. your need. Well, you know, the, the 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 other thing too is that you know, growing up where I grew up in New York City is you know, city life is quite different. You know what I mean? And to to recognize that you have a need for something makes you sound weak. Hmm. You know what I mean? And you don't want to admit that I need you to someone else, but it's a sign of weakness growing up. Mm. And uh, that's why it was hard for me, you know, because I'm like, oh no, I can handle this. 
Whatever mm. issue I had, oh, I can handle this. Mm. And God is like, I'm, I'm here. I'm here to help you. No, no, no. I got this. That's, that was my attitude. Mm. Uh, but he had to bring me to a point in situations in my life that I'm like, okay, I need help. And he's like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for you. And, and so that's that recognition that, okay, yeah, man, it's not about weakness. It's actually powerful. You know, that you're saying, Lord, Lord, help me. And he's willing to help you and empower you hmm. to go forward. That power is Christ. Christ. That's the Amen. power. Mm -hmm. Well, Danny, would you pray for us and for those who are watching or listening? Yes, for sure. Father, heaven, Lord, we thank you uh, again for this time that we can have this discussion. Uh, we thank you, Lord, for giving us your son, uh, that he uh, lived a life that we may follow. But Father, Father, I pray that we may recognize that we have a need of Jesus. We have a need for you, Lord. And Father, at times we, we think that these outward things are going to give us the power. But no, the power is in your son, Jesus Christ. Your power is given through him and his grace upon us. And Father, we know that as we receive that power, that he will empower us to move forward so we could be more and more like him. So, Lord, bless us, bless those who are watching, and I pray, Lord, that you would be with them in their experience. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Well, thank you for listening to Speak, Lord. And as a Speak, Lord listener, I want you to know that I pray every day for your spiritual growth. I hope that these conversations are helping you to take steps with Jesus. And if you want to go deeper in the Steps to Christ journey, I invite you to check out the sermon series that follows the same study. You can find that at PastorRyanRogers.com. And I will not be preaching the last half of the series. From July 29 to September 19, the messages that are shared in the series will be shared by some friends of mine who are stepping in while I'm gone on sabbatical. And if you would pray for my time away, I would appreciate it. I'm anticipating a really special time with family and with God. And I look forward to coming back refreshed and ready to share some of that blessing with you right here on Speak Lord.